Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'm so glad that I can spend time with you to read the scriptures and to really come to know the Lord and we can walk with Him faithfully and also with very deep relationship with Him. Let us pray. Father, we thank You, Lord, that we can learn about the Holy Spirit, who the Holy Spirit is, Lord. And we believe, Father, that we can understand from the scriptures and from your revelation, Father, we give this time to you, we surrender to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I would like to talk again about the Holy Spirit. And I would like to invite you to listen to the previous teachings and the upcoming teachings in this series called Walk and Live in the Holy Spirit. We would like to understand about the attributes of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit live in us and He anoint us, He is on us. Therefore, we need to know how to fellowship with Him, work with Him, be led by Him, and serve the Kingdom of God by depending on His power. The first thing I would like to talk about is that the Holy Spirit is divine. He is God. Many people misunderstand that the Holy Spirit is just an energy or abstract or object, or just power, or something we talk about. But actually, the Holy Spirit is a person. When I say He is a person, I'm not saying that He is a human being. He is a person because He has feelings, He has decision, He has His will, He can communicate with us, He can hear what we say, He knows what we think, and he has power, He can guide us, and He can be grieved, He can rejoice because we obey Him. He's a person, but He's not just any person. He is a divine person. He is God. He is not a human being. The Father in heaven, our Creator, is God. He sits on the throne in heaven. I would like to read a couple of scriptures to show you that the Bible talks about God the Father as the Creator, the Almighty God. In John chapter 6, verse 27, the Bible says, Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set His seal on Him. The Bible talks about God the Father. Our Heavenly Father is God, the Creator, the Almighty God, the Head of the whole universe. He is the God who sits on the throne. So we know that we believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and He is the Almighty God. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6, the Bible also calls God the Father, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. Again, the Bible says God, the Father is God. 
Therefore, when we worship Him, we worship the Almighty God, the Creator of the heavens, the earth, and the universe. Not only that, the Bible mentioned about the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is also divine. He is God as well. Yes, He came into the world 2,000 years ago in the form of a human being in order to be able to communicate with us as a man. And He showed who God is in the body of a man. And He also showed us how to live as a godly and spiritual man, as our best example. The Bible says that God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is also God. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8. But to the Son, He said, Your throne, O God. You see, the Bible says, The Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, He has the throne in heaven. And the Bible calls Him God. O God is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You can see here that God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is also God. There is one God, but three persons in one God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They are not the same person. They're separate persons, but three of them together, there's one God. Let's look at Acts chapter 5, verses 3 to 4. You can see that the Holy Spirit also is God. I want you to know that God the Creator, the Holy Spirit, live on the inside of us and He anoint us with His power. In Acts chapter 5, verses 3 to 4, you can see that the Holy Spirit is also God. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? You notice he said, Ananias, who sold his land, he got an amount of money and he has the free will to do anything with that amount of money. But he lied to the apostle or to the Jerusalem church that he gave all the money to the church or to the apostle. So when he lied to Peter, he lied to the Holy Spirit who was inside Peter and the Holy Spirit who was building the church in Jerusalem. Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the price of the land for yourself. Why it remained? Was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. You can see here that Peter called the Holy Spirit God. So all this scripture we can see here that God the Father is God, God the Son is God, and God the Holy Spirit is God. Even the Lord Jesus Himself fully communicated that the Holy Spirit is God when He said, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus Christ talked about the Great Commission, preaching the gospel to the nations. And when people got saved, they should be baptized in water in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus included the Holy Spirit into the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And again, in Acts chapter 5, verse 4 that we read a while ago, you can see that Peter called the Holy Spirit God as well. 
There is no difference between lying to the Holy Spirit or to God, because the Holy Spirit is divine. He is God, and the Holy Spirit is possessing all the attributes of deity or of God. He has all the character of God, all the honor, the glory, the power, the wisdom. All the attributes of God belong also to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the Lord. He has the lordship over the universe and over our life. The lordship of the Holy Spirit is equal to that of Jesus Christ. Not only is the Holy Spirit God, He is also Lord of Master. He is the Lord of our congregation. In the book of Second Corinthians, chapter three, verses 17 and 18, now the Lord, the Lord, is the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the Lord, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we who, with unveiled faces, all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into this likeness with ever increasing glory. Which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Again, the Bible talk about the Holy Spirit as our Lord. Hebrews chapter three, verses seven to eleven, we can see in the New Testament that the Holy Spirit is God. I'm gonna show you the New Testament. The writer of the book of Hebrews say that the Holy Spirit said something. What Hebrews chapter three, verses seven to eleven say is. The coding of the Old Testament scriptures. Let me read Hebrews 3 7 to 11. So, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear His voice, the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the desert. The Bible talks about the Hebrews who were set free from the slavery in Egypt. They were disobeying God, and the Lord was really upset with them. Verse 9, Where your fathers tested and tried me, and for 40 years saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation, and I said, the hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declare on oath, in my anger, they shall never enter rest. I prepare a teaching called, Your Choices Today Determine Your Future. A lot of Christians receive wrong teaching that God is so gracious that you don't have to repent and you don't have to live a holy life, a godly life, a righteous life. You can do whatever you want. God is going to forgive you anyway. You don't have to repent, you can rebel, you can do whatever you want. You don't need to go to church, you don't need to serve God. You can cheat, tithe and offering. That teaching is wrong, even though God is gracious. But His grace is for those who have faith. And true faith will come with obedience and repentance. You can see here that when God's people rebel against Him, He eventually will discipline them. This writing in the book of Hebrews, actually came from the book of Psalm, chapter 95, verses 7 to 11. The book of Hebrews said the Holy Spirit said this. It mentioned the Holy Spirit was the one who spoke to God's children. But in Psalm, chapter 95, verses 7 to 8, 
say that God spoke to his people. Look at Psalm 95:7-8. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the chief of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. You can see that this is the same scripture in the book of Hebrews as in the rebellion as in the day of trial in the wilderness. So in Psalm 95:7-8, the psalmist called the Holy Spirit our God. The Holy Spirit is as much God as the Father and as the Son. There are three but one God. Once we see who the Holy Spirit is, we will begin to respect Him, honor Him, surrender to Him, yield to Him, appreciate what He does in our life, and we will depend on Him, rely on Him, and worship Him and honor Him. We need to realize that He is not merely an ambassador or the representative of the Almighty God. He is a divine member of the Godhead or of the Trinity. There is nothing that God is that the Holy Spirit is not. All of the essential aspects of deity belong to the Holy Spirit. He is equal to the Father and He is equal to the Son in glory, in power, in majesty, honor, beauty, and all kinds of attributes of the Almighty God. There are some passages in the Old Testament that refer to God, which are used in reference to the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. I'm going to show you some of these passages that the Old Testament call God, God. But the same passage in the New Testament, the Bible call the Holy Spirit, God. Isaiah 6, 8 to 10. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. He said, Go and tell these people, Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of these people calloused. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Isaiah chapter 6 say that the Lord or God say this. Look at the New Testament in Acts chapter 28 verses 25 to 27. They disagreed among themselves and began to leave after Paul had made this final statement. The Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your forefathers. So the Holy Spirit spoke through Isaiah to the ancestor of the Jews in that generation. When he said, the Holy Spirit said, when he said through Isaiah the prophet, go to these people and say, you will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For the hearts of these people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. Isaiah said it was the voice of the Lord. Yet Paul quote the book of Isaiah chapter 6 and Paul say that it was the Holy Spirit 
who spoke to Isaiah. The name of the Holy Spirit is coupled with those of the Father and of the Son in many scriptures. By the way, in the book of Isaiah here, we can see here that we need to be living a godly life to become the salt and light of the world that our non-Christian relative and friend who see God in us. When they see our godliness, their ears will be open to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when they hear, they have faith and the heart will be open to receive Jesus and salvation. You can see here that why the Bible calls us to live a holy life, a righteous life. If we are bad witness, people will shut their ear and then their heart will not be open. Therefore, we need to live a life of love, faith, godliness, faithfulness, life of giving, generosity, the pure life. We should not sin against God so that we can be a good witness for Christ. The Bible is always mentioned about the Holy Spirit with the Father and with the Son. Let me read a few scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 to 6. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. This part of the Bible talks about the spiritual gift or the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of manifestation, but come from the same Spirit. Now look at verse 5. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. So the Bible says, Spirit and Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. These two scriptures talk about the gift of the Holy Spirit the ministry of people in the church, how people serve God and give service to God and to people. The Bible says, the Lord, the Spirit, and God. So the Holy Spirit is God. He is the Lord. Matthew 28, 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This scripture comes from the mouth of Jesus Christ and say, baptize people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I know that in the book of Acts, the Apostle Peter talked about baptizing people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that the Apostle Peter wants to really encourage the Jews in that generation to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Therefore, when you baptize people in water, you can say, that I baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that is in the name of Jesus Christ. So you can go either way. You can baptize people in the name of the Lord Jesus, or you can say in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is in Jesus' name. I believe Jesus said these three things, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to show to the listener in that generation that He is a part of the Trinity. He the Father and the Son are one as the Godhead. 2 Corinthians 13, 14, the Bible talks about God the Son, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit in one verse together. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We should not forget that the Father and the Son are God. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit is God as well. We should worship the Father and the Son. We should serve the Father and live our life for the Lord Jesus Christ. But we cannot be in touch with the Father and the Son without the help 
of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18, For through Him, we both, through Jesus, we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. In other words, God the Father is in heaven, and we can approach the Father through the finished work and sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross. We can approach the Father through Jesus, but the part of the Godhead who help us to really come in touch with or get to know God the Father and the Son is the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we need Him in our life. In conclusion, in this teaching, there is one God, but there are three persons in one God. God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside you. He is on you to anoint you. You should remember this. God the Almighty is with you all the time and in you all the time. You should listen to Him. You should let Him lead you. You should respect Him, honor Him, listen to Him, depend on Him, and you should be hungry to be filled with the higher measure of the presence of the Holy Spirit. You should yield to His work, His ministry. We should honor Him and we should give glory to Him. We should not grieve Him. I don't want to sin because when I sin, I know I grieve the Holy Spirit who is inside me. Therefore, I am conscious all the time that the Spirit of the living God, the Almighty God, lives on the inside of me. He knows everything in my heart. I cannot hide anything from Him. I need to depend on Him. So I believe that from now on, you're going to live your lifestyle this way, that you recognize the presence of the Almighty God, the Holy Spirit in you. You honor Him. You listen to Him. You obey Him, submit to Him, yield to Him, depend on Him every single minute of your life. And I believe if you can live that way, you're going to go higher and higher, like the eagle that fly on high. You're going to be the head, not the tail, because you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You shall be blessed, and the blessing will come down to you, overtake you, and the blessing will go down to the thousand generations. And I believe and declare that you are that type of Christian who are going to walk by the Spirit, and you're going to surrender to the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.